0: It's time for the Pitch Please podcast, starring Stephen Wilbur, Mary Noumere, Amanda martin Tully, and Mark Russell, joined by her guest co-host Dave Lowry and Michael Garcia of VHS Vengeance,
1: is the creator, illustrator, and host of Pitch Please, Carol! please, another game of the 60-second screenplay, and this is the very exciting Portland Darlings edition where we have some hot heat and new talent, award-winning talent, where we are going to force them to make screenplays with no time and very little very little prompting. In fact, the prompting is just three movie cliche cards that are cartoons. So this is gonna get fun. It's gonna get weird. Speaking of weird, let's get loud for Dave Lowry. He is going to be my co-host. He's very excellent. I hope you like outsider artists like Basquiat or Daniel Johnston, because he is going to be drawing some really interesting movie posters tonight as our contestants pitch. Now let's talk about pitching. Let's talk about our contestants. First of all, we have some returning heat. Will they or won't they? It's Stephen Wilbur. They. <laughs> and if you could do these ones, thank you, Stephen. Hello, welcome. How are you? Great. <laughs> Super. Uh, you might know Stephen from such cool Portland things as being one of the funniest people uh, in sometime in the 2000s, I think. A couple you know what I'm gonna help we'll be right back mm-hmm. 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 Oh, okay. Yay. round applause for Aaron with chairs Sharon very helpful okay perfect hey Steven how's that chair working
2: uh, the lumbar support is super choice <laughs> what is a lumbar uh, it's a choice thing <laughs> on my back.
1: It's a back it's, choice that you make. It's you've made. totally cherry and <laughs>
2: <laughs> tasty as all nards. Mmm.
1: That's a That's great... That's slang, right? Nards? Yeah. yeah, Nards. The Wolfman has them. And we have chairs. Ah, good riff. Right? That was a totally worthwhile chair riff, and we won't edit it for the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe we will. Now, I want you all to prepare yourself fully for Amanda Martin Tully, who is our next contestant on Pitch, Please. Whoa! Uh, yeah, you can sit by Steven slash me.
2: That's what my name is.
1: Right? And so you are comedians, which is very fun, because you guys will do anything. That is true. Including this show. (laughs) Amanda, you have a monthly showcase called Sex and the Pity, and you all should check it out.
3: That is correct. Right? I do have that, and you should come see it. This is
1: just a fact show. I just say facts. (laughs) So Amanda, uh, and then Steven. Amanda, what studio are you playing as this evening?
3: Oh fuck! I forgot. Oh shit! <laughs> is it? Can I say that? Is it Sandalford? It is. It's Sandalford. <laughs> I did. It's from Watership Down, but I keep
1: forgetting it. Oh wow! That, that book was horrible, and I never finished it. True. True. Also, the movie. So is <laughs> that the kind of the kind of cinematic masterpiece that you intend to bring on this stage I, tonight? I wanted to set the bar really low.
2: Why is that your studio name? <laughs>
1: Just because I wanted it
3: to be as bad as my performance tonight. I'm Holocaust Productions. Oh, no!
2: <laughs>
1: Steven, is that your studio name this evening?
2: It I is not.
1: That's great that it's not.
2: Mine is Brazzers Signature. Oh my God. Uh, ah. It's the indie offshoot of famed production company, Brazzers.
1: You guys have a lot of money, huh? You just keep getting the subscriptions.
2: Oh man, we're making so many does. We're we got more does than a deer sanctuary.
1: <laughs> I don't
3: even know what Brazzers is. Oh, <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> but <laughs> good one.
1: <laughs> it might be a schmarschmography schmumpany. That didn't help. Scott.
2: It's got all kinds of stuff. Sounds fun. says I'll
3: look it up at work tomorrow.
2: Schmubble, <laughs> schmanal. Uh, Schmelf. <laughs> Schmetmiles. Sh-
1: <No>. <laughs> well, that's maybe the kind of thing we can look forward to seeing coming from Stephen's brain today.
2: schmort. Sh- like a schmuck. Shm- schmuck stuff.
3: Glad you don't have
1: Shmuggles. a list. Glad to ask this on a problem for you, Stephen.
2: Me too. It's my name.
1: Ah, schmucking. Who doesn't love it? Well, I tell you who might or might not. It's our last two contestants. Let's have a round of applause for, first, Merry New Mar. Merry holidays, Merry New Year, and Merry New Mar to stage. I believe you have a chair now, which is a big step up for us as a production. Merry new chair.
4: Merry new chair, everybody.
1: Yay. Howdy. Hello and welcome. Now, you are known for going viral just a couple of times in support of cool things like activism. Yeah. That's nice. I'm very polarizing. (laughs) (laughs) Remarkably. You hear that, people? You're going to love her or hate her. But I, for one, am in the love camp. Thank you. Yay, but not that I get to decide the winners. It's you, the audience. You'll be clapping for the winner of each round. So get nice and wooey when that gets going. First, we have our very last contestant. He has won, I don't know, all kinds of cool comic book things because everybody do the hustle for Mark Russell. Yeah. <laughs> an Eisner, a Kathy, a Heathcliff, a Garfield. I think you've won all of those for either Flintstones or Snagglepuss. Is that right?
0: Uh, I don't know if I've won anything. I've just been, I've been, <laughs> I've been near. I'm, I'm an Eisner losing.
1: Uh, oh. Writer. But I should have done my research yeah. on that.
0: <laughs> but I, I've, I take great joy in uh, in sort of angering grown adults who invested too much sanctity in their childhoods. So <laughs> seems maybe to be my profession. I'm going to put that on my business card.
1: Yeah, put that on your LinkedIn and your Yelp. I will plus five that. <laughs> uh, so starting with Mary, do you have your studio name? You're playing as this evening.
4: Yes, I'm uh, a complimentary breadsticks production. Lovely doesn't want some complimentary
1: breadsticks I know I would like some right now and keep them rolling and then Mark what are you playing as
0: um Crap Nebula Studios excellent
1: so is that like a crab nebula but made of crap
0: it's like a um company that makes B-level science fiction pictures
1: oh lovely I could use some more space in sci-fi works good on a shoestring budget Maria any hints on what we can expect from your studio this evening a lot of garlic sauce Ooh, garlic is good for you, and it's easy. Okay. <laughs> off
2: vampires. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: What about emotional vampires?
2: No.
4: Nope. Nothing keeps them away. No. <laughs> Stephen would know.
2: Stale breadsticks.
4: <laughs> I think can boundaries can in their help. In Right.
1: All right, so we've got all our lovely contestants. Let's give them a round of applause for showing up tonight, <laughs> submitting to the process. They're going to make a bunch of movies they've never seen before, and neither have you. It looks like mine. Dave, how you doing? Doing great, thanks. Excellent. Okay, let's go right into it. Let's go into round one. Um, we're going to have Stephen versus Amanda. That's right. It's going to be the... Uh, Brazzer's Signatures versus the Sandalford. So, are you ready? Let's the see. The
2: Holocaust of Rabbits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of catchier, but I'm still not going to write that down. I'm sure my soon-to-be Jewish husband would love that. <laughs> the Hoppacost. Oh. <laughs> Stephen. That one's for free. That's a free screenplay that you can please yeah, don't take write that home. at home.
2: Tell your friends. <laughs>
1: Don't do it. Do not do it. Let's not do that unless you would do like it. to adapt it to this, our first round. What do I want to see? I want to see something like a crash bander snooch. That's right. I want to see something that incorporates up to 90s video game technology to make the next hot streaming big deal. Did any of that make sense?
2: Yeah, hell yeah.
1: Okay, great. That's the time we live in. What we're going to be looking for is a movie you could put out on a streaming platform with maybe something like a choose-your-own-adventure mechanic or rolling a dice that the player can incorporate. So make it multimedia, make it ready to drop, make it timely, and let's see what the cards are. All right. It looks like Sandalford, your cards are Goofball City, B-Plot and deep doo-doo. And then let's see what Brazzers is working with. They get huge worms, turning in badge, and teens, quote, end quote. So, these geniuses are going to make our next hot streaming platform film right now before our very eyes. Three. Okay, Uh, contestants, let's see, who are we having first? Let's have you, Sandalford, are you ready? I am. And you have an approximate one minute to pitch, and audience please listen and then clap hard at the end of the round for your favorite. Okay, let's hear your pitch please in three, two, one, go.
3: This is gonna be an animated flick, choose your own adventure of a bee Mm. on a journey to survive in a land of Muppets, ending inevitably with the massacre of either the bee or the Muppets. Oh. There can be no happy endings at Ford Pictures. Just
1: none. Uh-huh. I call it a bee's life. A bee's life and a bee's death. That sounds good. You have a little bit more time. Let's see, what is one of the most pivotal scenes that are going to jerk those tears out of me?
3: I would say it's when the bee goes face to face with his arch nemesis, which you get to decide, so I don't want to give anything away in this plot. Oh. But when they go eye to eye, and it's that back and forth in the animation with those big Pixar-like eyes, yeah. cut scene yeah. back and forth, and then you decide who dies. Oh. You get to be the murderer, and oh. this is mainly for ages, I would say, 10 and
1: under. Uh, looks Primary like audience. a bee's life is almost copywritten, so you could use bee a murderer, <laughs> too. You know, it's also choose your own movie title. We do it here. Yay. I know I'm going to be investing some choices into it. All right. Round of applause for Sandalford Studio. <laughs> bee's Life. Trying to get those Pixar DreamWorks dregs. <laughs> uh, panel, any questions or notes regarding a bee's life?
4: Um, that was really good. And I practiced before this and I'm not that good yet. So just when it's my turn, everybody go easy on me. <laughs> Yay.
0: Do the drones <laughs> rise up?
3: Well, we live in an alternate universe where um, we don't have those, we just live in a world of animals. We so do? I am part of the studio. Oh. And you see what I want you to see, which is in human form. I'm actually
1: a bee. Okay. Oh, okay. big reveal. Right.
2: So it's like a documentary about you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't want to give away any, any secrets. I also don't think you should be prying
1: into my life. Okay. Brazzers.
2: <laughs> prying is what I do. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, Brazzers signatures with those prying eyes. Let's see what I'm you've got. I'm watching
2: you. That's
1: how <laughs> every poop. Okay, okay. Let's see what Brazzers can do for our next hot streaming deal. Let's hear your pitch, please, in three, two, one, go.
2: Okay, mine is a nine-part series on Crackle that chronicles a group of police detectives who infiltrate a high school never-been-kissed style because there are rumors of giant worms erupting from teens' genitals whenever they are heated in the moment of white-hot passion. Wow. Wow.
1: well, they find
2: many weeds. They witness several craters found in these teens' genitals. Uh, but then, inexplicably, the chief of police tells them that they're off the case because they believe that this goes all the way to the top and the cop is corrupt and maybe in cahoots with these giant pre-cambrian life forms. But the teen detectives still want to crack the case so they remain in high school and they, well I don't want to give the ending away, but they (laughs) thwart the worms, uh, but then they find out that the worms are actually an extension of the teen bodies and the consciousness of the teens is put into the worms uh, and they burrow themselves into the ground uh, to be... uh, to procreate and create a new worm society uh, like the movie Tremors.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Um, round of applause for both of these screenplays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after they pitched out these big, teen, wormy loads, which is exactly what I asked for. You can't fault them. it is the cards. No, uh, Steven, that's very interesting. Uh, my first question is, uh, are all the teens over 18. Oh, they're
2: 43.
1: Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you the have a very
2: lot of Winona Ryder's in there. <laughs> uh Kevin Bacon. Wow. Uh funnily plays the chief of police. Uh,
1: oh, Bacon Police. Yeah. yeah bacon yeah. Police. Layers. Yeah. Right, Roy, it's right. It's it's a
2: Tremors uh nod. Uh the movie's actually called Puberty Tremors. Uh, Puberty Tremors. We've all felt that way when our pituitary gland just goes
1: off. And what is the interactive aspect for our streaming viewers at home?
2: Uh, You can turn it off.
1: (laughs) Spider-Man, turn off the puberty, am I right? Okay. <laughs> not necessarily that right. Okay. Spider-Man
2: is a licensed property that yeah. uh, Disney will not allow.
1: But Worm Man is free to our taking. Hooray. Lucky. Worm Person? Okay. They
2: yeah. are gender neutral.
1: Really? Doesn't some kind of gender present? I guess presents? it's Worm Worm. Yeah, <laughs> because they have both. So that's good. That'll be a great new market. I can't And wait. their mouths are their butts.
2: They have mouths... <laughs> on each side, and then, but they're also butts.
1: That is scientifically true, and now I need to wonder how that comes into play in a teen setting. What is the cafeteria like in this school?
2: Oh, covered in shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like a gross
2: cat-dog situation, (laughs) but they're all eating uh, Salisbury steak, and (laughs) their worm worm stomachs are not having it.
1: (laughs) It's going to be very challenging to normal people, but I think your core audience are going to really be there for that scene. Oh, yeah. Perverts will love it. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe other scenes for other perverts. All right. Oh, and there's some
2: incest in there, too.
1: Great. We'll bleep that. No, we'll take it.
2: (laughs) Step, like stepmom so not like real
1: oh yeah okay so some winking insects. even though like it
2: says stepmom but then when you're watching she's saying some very biological mom things even uh,
1: such as like this you, you, feel, even
2: you feel you're stretching it. me out more than when I gave birth to you
1: <laughs>
2: I think
3: I've seen that one yeah <laughs>
4: called that yeah Yeah. if this is what it takes to win I just want everyone to know Stephen's had a hard life (laughs) as a a personal close friend of Stephen and Stephen this is being recorded
2: Uh, (laughs) worms shit on me at an early age
1: I think worms are shit on all and my
2: mom did nothing but kiss my neck
1: (laughs) wow wow okay yeah
2: I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know we weren't allowed to go there.
1: <laughs> You're there, and I love it, but let's see how the audience feels. <laughs> audience, you just saw two pretty perfect pitches that you would have never seen in a more reasonable studio. So, I'm going to announce them both, and then we'll pause for your clapter, which will determine the winner of this round. So, let's hear it for Bee's Life. Decent, decent box office. That's fair. <laughs> Bees life, that's fair. Let's hear it for puberty tremors. Yep, yep. There's just a couple more pubes on those tremors. You guys are freaks. <laughs> I feel, feel like not winning. Life. I feel like I'm the better person
3: than everyone in this <laughs> room. That's Your
2: studio's true. named after the murdering of rabbits.
3: I don't have incest. I mean, you know rabbits, though. <laughs> yeah. You think you
2: think they're looking at birth certificates?
1: Nah. <laughs> These ones can read. <laughs> so that was round one. We all had a lot of feelings. We all took a lot of journeys. Uh, some of this will be bleeped, which is great for all of our careers. Yeah, it's fantastic. Learned is this an vibe.
2: all ages podcast? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all Please.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> Steven's right, but we all can unpack that later because let's see where Brazzers is gonna go. It's gonna be crazy
3: Brazzers
2: knows all about unpacking
1: (laughs) And packing, but you know what I could go for is some Complimentary breadsticks keep them coming and some crap nebula. Let's swap on over and do this next big movie We have two pitchers who have been champing at the bit to get into the game. How you guys feeling? Concerned great (laughs) <laughs> right, she got you too. Those.
0: Was... No, I, I'm also very concerned.
1: Super. You should be. <laughs> so round one. I wanted something a little bit interactive. This round, I just want something to fill the theaters. I want to see something about yeast. <laughs> primordial cellular mitosis, the yeast within. It comes from centuries ago. It sustains life now. Mary might have had some really good tweets about it. Then Planned Parenthood being awesome. Check it out. Google yeast, everybody. I want to see a movie about a yeasty beast. And it can be any kind. It can be science. It can be scary. It can just be friendly. But I want to be able to grow bread after watching it. That makes sense, they're all ready. So let's check out their cards. What do we got? You can flip them on over. And Mark, I believe these ones are yours. For Crap Nebula, we have time travel clack. <laughs> we have time travel casual. Extremely hot, extremely clumsy, and a good war. So that's yours to make something delicious, yeasty, and maybe complimentary, but that might be Mary's forte. Mary, let's see what you've got to work with. You get... uh, Why do I have two of these? Okay. You get time travel casual also. (laughs) Bad war and comically mismatched partners. Turns out this time we really wanted time travel. Oh, I got product placement. Then let's go with that if you like it. I like it. We'll fix it it in post. (laughs) Yeah. You've got... Product placement, bad war, and comically mismatched partners. And everybody at home that's a slight error, just imagine that there's an ET there with some chips. That's what's going
2: on. Spooky and
3: fun. Right? I like it.
1: You never know what will happen. Well, they have an approximate minute to plan those very yeasty screenplays now. Three, two, 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 seven. Happy New Year! Happy Merry New Mare. I tried to get that to work. Okay, so uh, complimentary breadsticks. I can't wait to see how you compliment this round.
4: Let's hear your yeasty pitch in three, two, one, go. Oh, I hope you guys, I hope you guys are ready. Uh, This is a a comedy action. Um, It revolves around a young boy, kind of an introvert, probably 16, 17 years old. Uh, something's going on in his town. Everybody has really itchy skin all of a sudden. And the women are particularly grouchy. And uh, he comes to find out there's something in the water. There's something in the water that's driving everybody crazy. I know. And so he teams up with someone who knows a few things about itchy skin, his mom. Because his mom is very open and vocal about her yeast infections, like, all the time. She's one of those moms. Like, she walks around topless because it's all natural. You know know the type. But... (laughs) They figure out there's a yeast monster in the water town's water reservoir and they have to go fight him. Wow. What are they gonna fight yeast with? You can't throw a sticks at yeast. So they go to the store and they pick up some monistat, like all the <laughs> monistat they have, shove it into some Nerf guns and they get down there. And I don't wanna give away the ending, but it's kind of explosive. Ooh. It's called beast mode.
1: Yeast mode. Aww. Round of applause. It's <laughs> <laughs> Hammer that out a little. Now I. One thing that can help with your bioflora is garlic. So I think this is a good time we could get some garlic breadsticks into that mix, too.
4: They they will try putting garlic breadsticks in the film whenever possible, as per the contracts.
1: Right, right. And we're sponsored by Totino's Garlic breadsticks An Olive Garden. (laughs) An Olive Garden. Oh, good. Uh, They are ready to really engage with the new market or else die. So it's a good chance for them step up darden get there uh, panel any questions or notes concerning beast mode uh
2: nerf's on board with this
4: oh they insisted they they caught wind of at, at first they read the hollywood reporter was were, like they were lobbing the scene was written they were going to lob clumps of monostat at the monster and nerf was like i see a solution yeah nerf was there
1: reading the hollywood report Yeah. Betty. To merge with Monostat Yes. and we Olive heard Garden. heard Variety
2: that... Uh,
1: I think just, this film is going to do for feminism what
3: Gillette tried to do with their newest ad. Yes. yes! Ooh, that's a big plus, big plus.
1: Yeah, round of applause for Gillette. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. That was the right amount, guys. So that is one pretty perfect pitch concerning the power of yeast. But we have another to go. And it is from the Crap Nebula. So expect great things.
0: Yes. um, As I said, we are a producer of B science fiction. A lot of straight to red box titles. So, this one is a little bit of a departure. It's a science fiction slash soft rock musical.
1: Perfect. Let's hear the whole pitch in three, two, one, go.
0: Okay, so it's um, about the rock band Bread. They're trying to resurrect their careers, so they go to a, a Native American shaman. And ask him how they can do this, and they said he says they must go back and capture the original uh, yeast beast who controls all the yeast. Therefore, they can they can harness the pow- ultimate power of bread, right. and, and and therefore be at their very best. <laughs> so, the they, they, the band bread travels back in time to this primordial era where they confront the yeast beast and uh, th- threaten to enslave him. But they don't know what they don't know is that um, Jurassic Law. States, you can <laughs> challenge someone to a competition, right? Uh, to determine who is the the victor of this, the, of you know who, who who basically rules over whom. So the Yeast Beast challenges them to a soft rock ballad competition.
1: Oh, the soft rock ballad of a lifetime! And to their shame,
0: they end up losing <laughs> to the Yeast Beast. Sure. Uh, so uh, as a result of losing, the the band bread is then thrown into a volcano.
1: Which uh, turns into delicious toasty bread.
0: But, you know, it's comp- completely consistent with yeast justice.
1: <laughs> that's um, what I need. Yes, yeah, consistent. so that's
0: basically the entire story.
1: Round of applause for that wonderful soft rock volcano journey we just went on. Uh, what do you call it?
0: The Rising of the Yeast.
1: Nice. <clears throat> Panel, do we have any questions or notes regarding that little old flick? I love that it's
2: like the opposite of...
0: The devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. The devil would get his ass kicked in Georgia.
1: Right, right. I don't I don't feel like Brad could outplay the Yeast Beast from history from the early, early days. Yeah, I'm planning like
0: like maybe like a trilogy of the Yeast Beast. Like yeah. He comes back to challenge other, like like Holland Oats <gasps> to a contest. Of the
1: Oats is he going to beat the oats? Does gluten beat Yeah, oats? he
0: just looks for, like, bands that he thinks maybe have, like, some sort of bread. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of, like, bread tie-in.
1: Bread-themed that he, that he can beef with.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's all very food-oriented. Is uh, sticks also involved? Mm, breadsticks, oh. yes. Oh. Bread, bread and sticks form a supergroup called Breadsticks, and then Whoa. they go back to that's That's my, yeah.
2: Bread and sticks form a supergroup called Damn Yankees.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, can we get some of that breadsticks on the soundtrack to the film, please? Yes. Or do we have to wait for episode two? Because you might not get renewed for episode two. Better put it in E1.
0: That's why we're going straight to Red Box. Nobody cares. That's
1: right, straight to Bread Box. Bread box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it bigger? It's bigger than.
0: It, it just writes itself.
1: <laughs> it does. What were you doing here, not writing it? I,
0: I could have sent. I could have
2: sent my lamp. <laughs> you don't want it to go on net <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Technically, that's a going, Steven. One yep. more. <laughs> <laughs> Hulu, but bread. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: It just rye itself with rye bread. Put, pretty good. Pretty put that good. down. This put is that. the funniest I've ever seen you be, Stephen. <laughs> is that an insult? I think it's a compliment.
2: A bee's life.
1: <laughs>
2: the funniest I've ever bee's life. <laughs>
1: So, my dear, lovely audience, we just saw two pretty perfect pitches, but which one is going to win round two? I'll say their names and you'll applaud, and the winner will be the one who gets to choose their partner for the next round. So, big stakes. First of all, uh, let's hear it for Yeast Mode. (laughs) Decent, opening weekend. Some good crowds, 7.30 show sold out. Now let's hear it for Rising of the Yeast. A little bit more pepper on that garlic roll. So you are the winner of that round. How does it feel, Crap Nebula?
0: Well, first, I got to thank God. Yep. And uh, I got my agent.
1: Yep. And Who is also God.
0: Yes. Um, and the, the, of course, the soft rock band Bread.
1: Yeah. Without whose
0: gentle stylings, I wouldn't be here.
1: And Toast, which is when bread evolves. Yes. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not. So uh, let's see. We are just about to go on to round three, which is partner's round, which is very exciting. And Crap Nebula, as the winner of the last round, you would to choose your partner for the next round. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll choose Marianne. Excellent. You guys are together because it's easier not to move. My thinking exactly. Hooray. And that means you two are together. So that means what do we got? We've got a complimentary crap versus... Brazzles Ford Studios. So, you can workshop that, but that's where you are right now. You guys should start talking to each other. Okay, uh, round three.
2: Well, you know what rabbits do, so that's pretty oh. good.
1: They
4: love each other. Yeah, what yeah. do they do? Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they get lucky.
4: Uh, what, like with their feet? With a lotto? Oh, I don't understand.
2: No, they get lucky sexually because they have... Four paws, which makes them four times lucky.
1: Four paws is good for foreplay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: there you, you go.
1: here. Yep, yep. Uh, well, you guys worked that out with each other. They
2: whip out their Peter <laughs> cottontails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who doesn't want this content? All the audience is very excited for it. You just can't hear it at home. <laughs> Moving right along. Round three, the semi-penultimate round. We are going to have a movie about the hottest trend in the world, and that trend is decluttering. That's right. Just like a bedazzled spaceman snaps his fingers and gets rid of half of his books, I want you to make a movie that features decluttering, junk-busting, and getting a clean and tidy place. Good luck with that, because it's hard in real life. It'll be a bad screenplay, or maybe it will be good. Who's to say, right? Well, I am, and you are, but let's see what the cards are. For our studio, Brazzles... Brazzles Ford, I can't say that and sound sober. Brazzlesford, you get makeover montage, sexy hackers, and daddy mummy. So let's see a great decluttering movie about that. And for our next studio, complimentary crap, let's see what you're gonna bring with our compliments. You're gonna make a decluttering movie with big bad, corpse hijinks, and unreliable narrator. So, your approximate minute. To approximately plan that together, you can Whisper Twins, in fact you might want to, start uh, just after I tell you that I will say midpoint and you'll switch pitchers. So one will do the beginning and one will do the end when you pitch. Now that you know that, you off you go and we're ready. Three, two, one, boop, 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 boop. All right, that is pitch please time. Uh, let's see, I wanna hear from complimentary crap first. Let's hear your pitch, are you guys ready? Yes. Ready and fresh, looking great. Let's hear your pitch in three, two, one, go.
4: Um, So we're all familiar with the the recent movement of the decluttering um, and how bad hoarding can be emotionally. And so this is a a Netflix documentary uh, one-off special with Marie Kondo and she goes to visit a man who who's in desperate need of a bit of decluttering. It's becoming a problem for his family. Uh, he is a serial killer, oh. and the, the bodies in his basement are are a bit too much. They're mm. starting to collect and pile up. The neighbors are complaining of the smell. and <laughs> So she goes there. He's, he's nice, but he's reluctant. He brings her downstairs, and she's going over them like, do these spark joy? And he's, you know, <laughs> conflicted because, yeah, they all sparked joy when he was killing them, but he doesn't know if... They still spark joy. So she's trying to convince him to just keep, you know, like three. Switch. And, and you say the end.
0: So, um, he's, but he's very distraught because he's three of them are his relatives, so he's got to keep them. <laughs> but then there's one that he has, has a really special attachment to. I mean, uh, it was uh, someone he went to high school with. They were on cheer team together. So he just can't bring himself to part entirely with the fourth corpse. So Marie Kondo, unprecedented. She never does this. She says, okay, I'll let you keep part of the fourth corpse. Not the whole thing, but as a show of good faith, I will let you keep whatever part of the fourth corpse gives you the most sparkly joy. So he chooses the big butt of (laughs) the fourth corpse.
1: So it's not the pelvis, it's the butt.
0: Yeah, and and then (laughs) he hugs it tearfully as the credits roll.
1: (laughs) And that's quite an ending. Round of applause for whatever it is we just heard. That's very interesting. Uh, what did we just hear? What's the title of that?
0: It is called Junk in the Trunk.
1: Junk in the Trunk, obviously, everybody. Okay, I see that. Um, so is this Mary Condu? Uh, did she sign off on this?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course.
1: <laughs> Great. Does she have we, a cameo? We crossed
0: all the T's and dotted all the I's. I
1: believe you. Uh, does she have a cameo, perhaps?
0: Does she have a cameo? A Marie cameo? Oh, yeah. She's she's kind of the whole thing. In fact, she, she's the one who wrote the script initially. We're just sort of uh, we're just sort of punching it up.
4: Yeah, assuring it along. It, it's her. It's a special. It's yeah. a very special episode. It's what she's
0: always wanted to do.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to see if her audience will follow her here. I think we'll lose some, but the ones that stay will be worthwhile. Yes. Hmm, what an interesting film. Uh, other panel, any notes on that? I know you're direct competitors, but you, so you can use that when you talk to them.
3: Um, I just thought it sounded a lot like the plot from You. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I'm the only other Gossip Girl fan in here. <laughs> uh, maybe.
2: Wait, you're not a You fan?
3: <laughs> you really can't enjoy You if you didn't enjoy Gossip Girl.
2: I enjoy... Me. I don't. <laughs> but.
3: I thought it was great. I support you. May the best team win.
2: Will it be the the lady from the tidying
0: up? Is she
3: in uh-huh.
1: there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Great. That's a big get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a big get. <laughs> big get.
0: Uh, Netflix spares no expense. Mm.
1: Yeah. They're the only company that has money right now. Well, and maybe a porno company.
0: Oh, yeah. They they push
2: like all technology forward.
1: That's true. Thanks for Betamax. <laughs>
2: Blu-ray didn't come uh,
1: No, I don't need didn't that. Come along. No, it wasn't that important. OK, so that's junk in the trunk. And that is one pretty perfect pitch on tidying up. But we have one more in the hamper. I kind of want to see what the heck Brazelford is up to. Oh. Uh, did, do you fix the name, or are you going with that?
3: No. We think it really represents who we are.
2: Yeah. Super.
1: yeah we're up so we're standing together. So
2: yeah. Look at
1: that get together on the bank
2: bus.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and let's hear your For maybe a bang buzz movie. In three, two, one, go. All right. We have two sexy, young, yet age appropriate
3: hackers. Great, great. Played by Ariana Grande and Nick Jonas because we can get those celebrities over here. Big celebrities. At our original by Crackle. We have these sexy young hackers, and they really determine the algorithm, the formula for what. Made ancient Egypt possible to be able to build it. I mean, there was no way without modern technology they could do that. So they really tapped into that, like, ancient technology, looking at the stars, putting it into the computer. And they discovered a way to unlock the secret daddy mummy. (gasps) Which is a really shock. We didn't know he was in there. He was in the nose of the Sphinx. So how crazy is that? Switch
2: but he's not a father mummy. He's a sugar daddy mummy.
0: And he's
2: trying to find that perfect, barely legal team. (laughs) Uh, But he just looks so homely. So the hackers try to give him a total makeover uh, and he gets super hot, gets all the chicks, gets his tomb decluttered so he can have like a a, a poon dojo, and <laughs> uh, but then he realizes the sexy hacker girl played by Ariana Grande uh, mm-hmm. was yeah. who he wanted to be with all along. Oh wow! Well. And the movie's called. Yeah. He's all wrapped, and uh, uh, the tagline is: "This love is too uncommon."
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, round of applause for he's. Uh, Gonna put the whole tidying up part in the makeover montage sequence? Uh,
2: part, uh, they tidy up the tomb as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it, they, they do it. It's
3: like a whole cutaway scene. Think of like a Rocky montage. You clean the house.
1: Yeah. Like, Heart jump. shakes
2: sarcophagus.
1: Oh, God. It vibrates. With
2: magic fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Does he use part of his rags to clean the counter and then it gets crumbs on it? And he's like, Ugh. Then he unwraps himself. It's super sexy. <laughs> And he's just like wiping
3: his it Yeah, it's I'm like, like, like when Rachel Lee cooks. <laughs> takes off her sunglasses, what, and, takes off her glasses yeah. and
2: she's beautiful.
3: And you're like, oh, daddy mommy.
2: Uh, but yeah. he's
1: unwrapping takes his off the
2: bandages, bandages, and he's sexy and diabetic.
1: How much soft tissue does daddy Mummy still have? Not well, too much. When he gets
2: with the hacker, uh, it's not soft tissue anymore.
1: I was Seen wondering. It. I was wondering. Crazzle was- Ford. Ford. <laughs> We'll see how that holds up with some heavy use. Uh, panel, any questions or notes
4: concerning he's unwrapped. <laughs> Who plays the mummy? Nick <laughs> Jones. Oh, oh no, no, no. Sorry.
0: It's got to be Brendan Fraser. I <laughs> think get in Brendan Fraser get back it must in the mummy.
3: I think we have a cameo by Brandon but oh, he he's actually been booked uh, for the next George of the Jungle, so we only have him for a limited amount of time.
0: Make the most of it. It's probably uh <laughs> Uh, F. Murray (laughs) (laughs) Abraham, Favorite character
2: actor, Amadeus. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, Amadeus, I know that. And then you have the other teens. Good job on having a really uh, wide casting eye for Mm -hmm. the past and today. I can only cast people from the 80s, but you'll see that in the next round. Thank you, ma'am. Any other questions or notes?
0: Does anyone from the cast of Atlantis show up? Oh, like the movie? Stargate. Stargate. Oh, no, Stargate. actual uh, Richard Atlanta. Dean Anderson oh,
2: good. plays the crotchety, uh, the the hacker who's trying to break, like, to get the hackers. Like, he's he used to be a hacker, but then he's hired by the government to take down hackers.
3: There's going to be multiple prequels. This is where we're starting, though. We just really need to dig into the initial plot line.
1: Well, those were two pretty perfect pitches in Portland. You get to choose who's the winner of this evening, and then they're going to go against me for the final round. I made the game. I lose a lot, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Let's hear it first for everybody who's going to go see Junk in the Trunk. Junk in the Trunk. It's a good box. It's a good box. It had a lot of decluttering. It had the actual person, which is great. But let's hear it for Mummy Dicks, and he's unwrapped. I think I heard just a little bit of extra thirst on that, which is just gonna get your box opening into the winner, and that means after several rounds, you cannot beat Portland Brazzers Signature, the pitch, please, main champion of the night. Round of applause for him and every other studio that has competed on this stage this evening. We have one more round to go through, and this round is the sequel round. And Brazzle Ford, no, just Brazzer signature, back by yourself now. You get the choice between all these sequels, which film you're going to choose to make a sequel for. So I will read them all for you. You get first choice. You can make the sequel to A Bee's Life, Puberty Tremors, Yeast Mode, Rising of the Yeast, Junk in the Trunk, or He's Unwrapped. What are you going with?
2: I'm going to go with He's Unwrapped because I had a lot of ideas. (laughs) Like, there was a lot of unanswered questions. You
1: still have note cards you can mine. Okay, that's good. Uh, I think I'm just going to steal Rising of the Yeasts sequels. Yeah, I'm going to work with some bread. I'm going to work with some ancient history. I'm going to go there. Uh, So, before we launch, let's see. Michael, are you good for in a minute, showing your posters and then uh, telling us when to pitch. Let's see what cards we have. do 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 do, do. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. So, Stephen, with Brazzers Signature, you are going to make a sequel to your other film. He's unwrapped with the cards. Heroic Feats of Property Damage, Body Swap, and With a Twist. And what am I working with? Well, I'll tell you. I've got high stakes Game of Chance, Director's Fetish, and Happy Ending. Three, two, one. Five. Woo! Happy Pitch Please finale, everybody. Uh, as your host and game creator this evening, I'm going to just go ahead and go first because I think you're a little bit of a waiting for him, and that will be fun and salted. So, uh, hmm? Uh, I am the studio main skeet tonight. (laughs) We're ready to please you. We're just like Americana Central, but a little bit extra. So let's see how that plays out. And we are going to do the sequel to Rising of the Yeast in three, two, one. Uh, open on the band Bread and they are looking toasty and tan and then Oats from Howlin' Oats shows up Takes a big old chomp right out of them. That's right. It's not their sequel. They are dead on the ground And instead what's happening is that the galactic Breadmaster, AKA the primordial yeast has decided that with all of the powers that they've gained in the last episode that they want to have a galactic competition uh, galactic competition, a high six game of chance where everybody is going to go mono-e-mono making bread against each other It's basically the great British bake-off except it's a galactic bake-off And the losers body is mined for the yeast that is going to be used for the episode So the first losers are bread and their yeast is uh, incorporated pretty fast <laughs> and, and then and then oats is making some pretty good bread with the bioflora And what happens is uh, also he incorporates into his recipe Don garlic knots for that extra flavor. (laughs) And those two men together, John Oates and Don garlic knots win the round and eat more bread. And it's called, Bready or Not, Here I (laughs) Crumb. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Anybody questions or notes? Awesome. Thank you. Solid. Wow. Thanks, guys. Absolutely solid. It's got a good bite to it, not too sour.
2: It's totally the empire of the <laughs> franchise.
1: <laughs> He's going to have to write around it for the third. They're going to give it back to Mark. It's going to be great. Uh, how do you feel your legacy was treated with that?
0: Oh, I feel it was treated with respect handled <laughs> gently. Um, I, I would love to see Helen Mirren in oh, the room. Oh, yeah.
1: She could be a yeast mistress. Yeah. She could yell at the people while they're cooking.
0: Oh, that'd be perfect.
1: Do you want her nice, or do you want her mean? Uh, do I want what? Do you want her to be a nice host or a mean oh, host? Oh, no, no,
0: the mean host. Right?
1: Because yeah. there can be two, and one should be sweet, and one should be sour. Who do you want for the nice host?
0: Uh, Ben Kingsley.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, always good to have him. And he said yes, so we're looking great. Well, that is one of your semi-final pitches. But we have somebody who has risen from the ranks, pitched porno after porno, and you ate it up. (laughs) (laughs) out.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're bleeping you out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have a bleep button on standard for me. Uh, Browser's signature. Let's hear your sequel. First of all, what is the film? If you could remind us that you're going to be sequeling.
2: Uh, he's All Rap.
1: That's right. Your recent win with He's All Rap. Let's hear the sequel to that. Let's hear your pitch, please, in three, two, one, go. Okay,
2: we open on Ariana Grande and the uh, daddy that he that she married and they're on their honeymoon and they're dancing in the sphinx and uh due to their drunken clumsiness they actually accidentally uh resurrect the uh god of the underworld the jackal anubis and uh they try to stop him but through a curse, uh, the daddy mummy and Anubis switch places and uh, switch minds, uh, all of vice versa. And uh, they don't uh, believe that Anubis is a uh, daddy mummy. And uh, <laughs> he's trying to convince everybody, but it's nothing doing. Uh, and eventually we realize that the Daddy Mummy was actually Ramses all along, uh. and the Ariana Grande was Nefertiti, and she knew that Anubis was Daddy Mummy all along, and they use their power of love to stop Anubis, bring him back into the Sphinx, and then they go on a second honeymoon <laughs> uh, in Abitha uh, uh, because <laughs> there are no Sphinxes there. Uh, It is called uh, He's All Wrapped, colon.
1: He's All Wrapped, colon.
2: Colon. Two in the jinx, one in the sinks.
1: Oh!
2: Round Uh, of applause! And it has an (laughs) asp-themed song by Snake Pence, none the richer, called Hiss Me.
4: That was the best part of it. Pretty. And
2: it's Straight to uh, UMD, the PlayStation Portable media disc.
1: I can't wait to play that disc. Wow, great. So yeah, I was wondering when it was going to get really erotic, and I think that happens during the honeymoon, yeah? Do you like, get to see everything? Oh no, they've
2: never had sex.
1: <laughs> but do we get a watch because you're kind of a porno company? Are you finally holding back?
2: But this is the independent... Oh, Uh, film side of it classing it up like Fox Searchlight or A24 Uh,
1: so you got pretentious on this Hollywood journey and now we're not going to see the doing it anymore
2: we just need that Oscar buzz
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. start buzzing people panel any other questions or notes for he's all wrapped two in the jinx one in the sphinx I'd see it in theaters. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It is not available in theaters.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: except certain theaters.
3: <laughs> yeah. I will illegally download it. There you go.
2: It's legal. You can get it on Pornhub. <laughs> but it's a preview on Pornhub. You have to get a browser's signature account.
1: Getting one a night. Because
2: it's made right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a free trial, but then you really want to check your card statement because they're going to keep gouging you. But it'll be done in a respectful brown paper bag. Uh, Panel, any other notes on that? No, all right. So we saw uh, two pretty perfect sequels, but only one is going to get the little gold statuette tonight. So audience, one more round of applause. Uh, let's hear it first for my sequel to Rising of the Yeast. Ready or not, here I come. Music to my ears. Thank you so much. I had a good time. This game is fun. But uh, I had a very strong competitor who could very well take the win. Let's hear it for... Uh, he's, he's, un- he's unwrapped Two, Two in the Jinx, one in the Sphinx. Was that equal or did I have a slight edge?
2: Let's make them both.
1: Let's make them both. We're going to divide the winnings. We both have half a million per $10 to really make some fantastic features.
2: Truth be told, mine will only cost $1,000.
1: Put the rest in your pocket. That's Hollywood.
2: <laughs> costs so... less than an asylum film.
1: <laughs> and it'll cost less than your asylum that they're going to put you in because they're concerned <laughs> about your performance tonight. Michael, we got any posters? We've got some posters. Whoa.
2: Ready or not, here
1: I come. Yay. A and a Don, <laughs> Don has his gun out, so you know it's yeah. not it
2: anything like that. Uh, it's always
1: shooting. That's a pretty good <laughs> That's a pretty good Don nuts. The oats kind of looks so close but also like a wrestler, but I like that. I like swole oats.
0: oats.
2: Sexy oats. Yeah. And then I uh, I was so busy drawing, ready or not, I didn't really
1: use a story for I an mean, Oops. It writes itself,
2: really. So uh, <laughs> I drew a picture of the Sphinx, and he's climbing into it. That's a very good Sphinx.
1: That's classy, and you have to, imp- the eroticism is implied. He's
2: be the one in the Sphinx. I was not planning on the butt of the Sphinx, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I see the logical <laughs> leap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you have the butt in your plan somewhere. So everybody, <laughs> always that is a pitch. Please, we had four lovely contestants. Let's hear it for all of them: Mark Russell, Mary Newmar, Stephen Wilbur, Amanda Martin Tully. Each of them really left it all out on stage. I am your host this evening, Carolyn Maine. Thank you so much for coming. We are on iTunes, Podbeans, and Stitcher. Thank you, Kelly's Olympian. Thank you, Sound. Thank you, and good night. Yes. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, David. David Lowey, Margot Garcia. Go see VHS Vengeance.
2: Keep it
0: crispy. The Pitch Please podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at Kelly's Olympian in Portland, Oregon, and produced by Randall Lawrence at Cranival Studios. Pitch Please was created, developed, illustrated, and hosted by Carolyn Maine. The Pitch Please home game is available at pitchplease.fun. Thanks for listening.